everybody, and welcome to another episode of Pod Full of Sunshine. I'm Diana. This is Greg. How are you guys doing this week? Welcome to episode number eight. I was just saying to Greg that every time that we are about to begin our podcast, I get nervous. Even after two months into the the podcast. Do you think we're nervous. always going to get nervous? Probably. It just It's that little cold feet, and then you get started, and you're like, yes, here we go. Here we go. Oh my gosh. Yeah, here we go. All right, episode number eight. Let's go. Let's start it. Let's go. Right. One, two, three, go. <laughs> One, two, three, go. So first I wanted to say to thank you for all our diehard listeners. I know there aren't very many of you, but from what there are, I want to say thank you for listening. Um, I also want to encourage you to go to Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and rate, review, and subscribe because that helps our numbers go up. Slam that like button. <laughs> we there is no like button, but if there were, you should hit it and also rate, review, and subscribe. Five stars. Five stars, because if you're going to review with a one star, then just don't fucking bother, because we don't want you. You suck. <laughs> because we're freaking funny, and this is a great podcast, and so if you are wanting to give us a one star review, that's a problem on you. That is your problem. Not us. Not ours. <laughs> we're cool. Oh, God, we may have to edit this out, because this makes us sound douchey. But that's okay. All right, Greg, so how's your, how are you feeling? Greg was sick this week, and sick, I use that term loosely, just because, like, he just had, a, like, a very low-grade fever, and he was, like, in and out of, like, a 100-degree temp, and he was just hot and cold, hot and cold. Yeah, how it was, you feeling? it's like I was in menopause, from what I hear. <laughs> it's like I would, I was freezing. I was riding home in, in our Jeep with the windows down the other night, and it's 80-some degrees out plus. And I'm freezing. It's like, this isn't right. What it all started with? last week when, I forget where we were coming home from, and we walked into, oh, we were coming home from football practice, and we'll get into that in a little bit, but we walked into Publix, and he's like, God, it's so cold in here. I was like, yeah, I agree, it's cold in here, you know, because sometimes grocery stores are cold, but he was just like, yeah, I was even cold, like, in the Jeep, and I'm like, Okay, well, that's just abnormal because Greg's never cold, so I... I was freezing cold. It sucked. Like, even two nights ago, I just, like, I woke up and I was sweating, and I, I just had to change all my clothes because they were soaking wet. That was also And the I night. switched um, to the other side of the bed because I felt like my side was soaking wet. And that just happened to be the night that I slept on the couch because he was snoring, so he obviously wasn't having trouble sleeping. And, yeah, so I get up and... In the morning to go take a shower i get up off the couch and i come in and i notice that germ infested husband of mine is on my side of the bed so it's like oh great so now i'm gonna sleep in his germs but your germs are my germs yeah but i don't want your germs but i think i'm good we're good good we are good we're good yep i just got a little bit of nasal a little bit of sore throat you know i'm good to go now though so those of you that have eaten at a restaurant and you come down with some sort of sickness, now you know why. Yeah, well, it happens all over the place. You got to work. Got to work. Got to make those bills. I didn't have a fever. So this was our first week back into the grind of children sports. So it was our first week of football for our youngest. 
Go Broncos! Woo! And Lakeland Eagles. Also, it's, we're not talking professional football. We're talking our kids' football, which are the Eagles. Well, you always got to support the Broncos, and then I supported the Eagles. Okay. So, first week of football practice. And luckily, this week, I was off for a long time. Like, it was an extended weekend, and I was off Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So, it was like a five-day weekend. And that, my friends, was amazing. Like, it made me feel... It, just was great. Like let's do five day weekends and two day work weeks. That's the new thing. That's the new thing, and I think whoever runs for president next needs to run on that platform because it was so great. Because even though we didn't do anything, like it was just so great not to be constricted to a timeline of I have to be up at this time, I have to have my coffee poured by this time in order to make it on to work by this time. Well, I didn't know you were that much. Like a schedule. Oh, I do. Body. I have You're a crazy. schedule. Like, oh my gosh, the clock on the <laughs> on the stove is two minutes later than when I normally pour my coffee. I'm in trouble. Do, do you like not brush your teeth or do you not no, like I put deodorant on at the same time? But it's just like then I have to work longer and I don't want to work mm. longer because that's the last time that I spend with you guys. So I have my own specific timeline. Like I don't have a specific time I need to be at work. Like I could show up to work at nine o'clock in the morning if I wanted to. And I usually try to get there between seven and seven thirty. It's a good time to start. Seven fifteen is usually the latest I want to be there. So I have like this whole timeline. Like I need to be, I'm, my alarm goes off at six fifteen. I need to be in the shower by 6.30, but if I hit snooze, I usually am running late because usually I get up, I go pee, and I just sit on my phone for like 10 minutes before I get in the shower. It's good motivation. Keeps you um in in the loop. You know, what's the new news going on? Yes. What's happening so, out, you know? This whole being off thing has kind of like thrown me for a loop, though, because like I managed to nail my workouts this week. Like I got all my workouts in. But then, like, on the first day back to work, I got out of work, I came home, I worked out, and I rocked that timeline, so yay me, but then I had to fill up the water bottles, get the kids dinner, get them dressed, get them in the Jeep, and then get to practice on time. I had to stop and drop paperwork off to the registration coordinator, and I just was like, oh, yes, there's that overwhelmed feeling. Was that this I Thursday? Yes, it was Thursday. Yeah. I was like, there's that overwhelmed feeling that I had been missing for so many months because it was like nonstop, got out of work, come home, work out, get the kids dinner or something to eat before they go to football practice. And you have no backup. And I have no backup. At least on Mondays and Tuesdays, Greg's here and he can help me out, which is so helpful. It's definitely helpful. Oh, it is. And yeah, so overwhelmed is what I felt Thursday and Friday. But luckily, I mean, practice got canceled Thursdays and Friday because of the weather, because we are in Florida summer, so that means thunderstorms are coming through. Well, sounds like your week has been very hectic. It was hectic, and it shouldn't have been that hectic, considering that I was off for the first three days of the work week, and that kind of petrifies me. It's like, my God, if I was off for the first three days, and I'm feeling overwhelmed already? Like, and we are just beginning. Like, the fun's just begun. Well, at least in a couple of weeks, it'll only be three days a week and not four. Yes, because... But then it actually is still four because you have a game on Saturday, but... Stop doing that on the microphone. For those of you that don't... (laughs) For those of you that don't know, football for the first month, 
practices Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Fridays. And then once school starts, then practices Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays, and games are on Saturday. So at least during the work week, I have two days off that I can kind of recuperate and come home from work and just chill. But up until then, then it's just balls to the wall. Yep. They got to practice. They got to be good. I know, but they haven't even been able to practice because of the weather. Well, they're going to start soon. Don't they worry. They are going to start soon. Hey, Greg, did you hear that the Bush's baked bean dog died? And I, first of all, can we just pause and say I'm laughing, not because the dog died, because that's sad, but because Greg told me this twice this week. Yeah, in the same day. I was about to say, yeah, hell yeah, I know the dog died. I'm the one who told you about it. Well, and that's what makes it so funny is because you did tell me, but like I incorporated that into our outline. So I was like, there's no easy segue. So yeah, the Bush's baked bean dog died. How old was he? Do you know? I don't know, but I'm sure he lived a good life. I mean, I mean, he's been old for a while. He was a golden retriever. Golden retriever, yeah. yeah. yeah nice little dog. Oh my gosh, so this morning, because we have an old dog too, her name is Dakota, Dakota oh, Yeti. Old. We also call her Lumpy Long Nails because she has lumps all over her. Because and she has super long nails. she has super long nails, and we just can't seem to get her to the groomer to get them trimmed. So she will be... Tw- and it doesn't help. You get them trimmed, you give them $10 or whatever they charge, and then next week she's Lumpy Long Nails again. Lumpy Long Nails again. But so... You know, she's getting to the point where she is ending that she's reaching the end of her life. And we know it. I thought she was dead last year. Last December, we thought that was the end of it because she wasn't eating. Turns out she just had like a kidney or some sort of infection. But, oh, she sprung right back with some medicine. But she is reaching the period where we kind of think like any day could be the day. So this I think she has some time left in her. Too because she's almost 12, but she still like has spunk. Like, her and Rosie will play together. Like, Dakota still has puppy in her, yeah. But she's dumb. She, I think she's getting stupider as she ages. She's not getting stupider, she's just blind. She's going slowly going blind. Like, I feel like she can see outlines of people, but she can't actually see people. So, she's slowly going blind, she's slowly going deaf, and she's old and lumpy. Oh, we love her, though. But we do love her. And so, like, this morning, Saturday morning, I get up, and she's laying right next to my bed. And I get up, and usually, you know, when you get up, the dogs hear you. So they get up and, like, okay, feed me. I got to go pee. Like, let me out, and then feed me and give me water. She didn't move. And do you remember, like, what I did when I got up? Like, I'm just kind of, I'm looking at her. And then I move a little bit closer. And then I move a little bit closer, and I'm like, fuck, I don't see her stomach moving. I don't think she's breathing. So I go, psst. And then she lifted her head. I was like, oh, thank God. Because, like, that would be very traumatic to wake up to, to our dead dog that we've had for 12 years be friggin' dead. Well, at least she would have died in a place that was comfortable for her, and she was sleeping. Yeah, I agree, but, like, it would be traumatic for me. Like That is traumatic. I almost feel like I would have a less difficult time if we, she ended up just, you could see her health declining and for us to just put her to sleep. That way we could kind of almost mentally prepare ourselves. That's sad. But you can't mentally prepare yourself to just wake up one day and her just be croaked next to us. Well, that's the same thing you would say with 
kids and like well, family it? members oh, too. Yeah. She's a family oh, member. Uh, so say one day somebody just croaks. I mean, you don't expect it. Well, I mean, you do expect it. You know, Uncle Jimbo. You know, he's getting older. And I mean, he he could. Okay. Well, first of all, you went from family members to kids back to family. I'm not talking about family members. Yes, having your kid die is way more traumatic than your dog. I will, but Dakota is not Uncle Jimbo. Nope, she is our dog. I would be more upset if Dakota died than Uncle Jimbo, who doesn't even exist. He may exist. You may have an Uncle Jimbo. But I think I was, I would be like... We thought Dakota was about to pass away last year in December. Right was around it December? Christmas. Yes, because it was right around Christmas time, and yeah. we almost canceled the Christmas Eve Eve party because we thought she was going to die. And that just so happens to be the same time frame that my grandfather died. And I honestly would have been way more upset about Dakota. Yeah, she would have been. Is that fucked up of me to say that I would have been more upset about Dakota than my grandfather? Well, they both have lived long, nice lives. But no, I don't think so. Okay. But anyway, we love Dakota, and we're, we're so happy that she's still here with us. She's still cl- clicking, even though she we went to football practice this week, and we were gone for less than two hours because it got canceled because of rain, and she pissed twice and shit in the house. So it's like having a newborn all over again. You're cleaning up nonstop. We're going to get her diapers, the pens. I've heard those are expensive. We can make our own. Make our own diapers? Yeah, just get kitty diapers. Well, those are expensive, too. They are. You're right. You're right. You're right. And do you really think she'd leave it on? She would get that shit off. I guarantee it. We bought Dakota socks for her long nails and because she tends to slip. What a waste of money. Yeah, what a waste of money because she chews those right off. Well, it was worth a try. Okay. All right. So I think our first segment that I want to get into is our... segment there's a little bit of sports news greg you want to talk about the first one i do sports is so awesome lebron james la la bron james to the la not clippers the lakers well the lakers are the better team and if you've been under a hole for this past week and you didn't know this yes lebron is now a la laker so he moves from the East Coast Conference where he was probably, well, they were the best team, but you could probably argue they were probably the third best team, but with LeBron, it, he elevates them a little bit. Now he's in L.A. where he's probably, again, the third best team. I mean, but he won't even make it to the finals because he's not, I mean, is he going to get through Golden State? Well, I'm. That's why I'm questioning because I kept seeing this stuff on Twitter, being like, "What a joke the NBA is." It and is I, a joke. Well, and I'm confused as to why they're saying that because did someone go to some team? But in addition to LeBron, like does like Michael Jordan go to? His name's not Michael Jordan. Well, but there's this guy. I was using him as. A they call him Boogie. I can't think of his last name, but Boogie. He Boogie. played for the New Orleans uh, Pelicans, and. He was a free agent, but he had an Achilles injury, and they're not sure he'll be the same, but he was really good. 
he signed with Golden State for like five million. He probably could have got. I mean, max for him was probably like so. Basically, people are pissed off because like the teams with the most amount of money that spend the most amount of money are going to win because they can't afford to buy the best players. Is that what I'm getting out of it? Um, No, people are taking like pay cuts to go play with the best team. Like five million is nothing for this guy. That's like I see. Yeah, that's kind of bullshit. But he's but he's basically doing like a one year. I'm a prove it deal. He's probably not going to be ready to start the season. I'm a one year prove it deal. Maybe I'll win a ring, you know, and then I can go somewhere else. I mean, that's kind of what he's doing, but you got to figure. But then you got to kind of respect that because people are pissed off about that. But you got to kind of respect it because then people in football get pissed off when their favorite players leave their team to go for a bigger paycheck. At least these people are going because they have no other desire than to win. I mean, that's kind of respectable, right? So it why is, are people is, so pissed off? It is respectable, but I don't understand. It was like all these other teams could have paid him $5 million. $5 million is nothing. Why couldn't the Lakers pay him $5 million? But the balance is not very good. I mean, there's there's maybe five five really good teams, maybe six good teams in the whole league. Golden State, the Houston Rockets, well, LeBron's on the Lakers now. Um, you got the Celtics, they're loaded. The Sixers, and I don't really know who else. Um, everybody says Milwaukee might be good. Milwaukee? I don't even care if they're good. They're in Milwaukee. They're in Milwaukee. All right, so there's your NBA news. I don't even really follow it, but he just basically moved to LA to like help his family out. His son's gonna go to school out there. But I also heard that he's school. gonna be paying like quadruple the taxes because I hear taxes in California are higher. But the I mean, dude, the dude makes like he I, can I find th- those extra taxes in his couch cushions. I wish I had this stat where I it's ridiculous like where he makes like a hundred thousand dollars a day so I don't care about taxes good take as many taxes as you want right him. he's good that doesn't bother him at all so I want to talk about a story and it's not so much it's a little bit of a sports story but it's something that has captivated my attention for the past week and it's the Thailand soccer team you've heard about this obviously oh yeah very sad but you know and go ahead continue okay so, for those of you that don't know, who obviously doesn't watch any sort of news, there's a Thailand soccer team that after their soccer tournament, their coach took them to celebrate and they went to go explore caves. Well, then, I don't even understand. Like, how long were they exploring this cave for? I don't really know, and I feel like that's something we're not going to know until they are rescued, slash if they are rescued. It's not um, looking good. It's not looking good. We will get to that later. The team got trapped in a cave and were there for 10, I think, or maybe it was seven days before someone found them. They've been missing since June 23rd. Which was two weeks ago today. So then you think, okay, they found them in this cave. Great. Problem solved. We found them. But then the problem has just begun because now they have no way to get them out. And here are the options they have. They can drill down which seems like the most obvious answer right drill down however i saw in the news today that drilling down they had to drill down basically the equivalent of two empire state buildings length it's pretty high that's a long way like that would take just as long so then the other solution is to teach basically do a crash course with these children 
ages 11 to 16, all of them don't know how to swim. And you're going to teach them how to scuba dive. And we're, we're not talking about scuba diving across the lake. I I want to say it. I heard it was a, either 11 hours or 11 no. miles. No, it's basically it is six hours to get from where they are to the entrance. So it's a six hour. I'm not quite sure the distance. But How did six, they get there? How did that happen? That's what I'm wondering. And that's what I want to know. And I hope they can get that story before the if a detrimental end comes but it's like it's a six hour voyage from where they are to get to the opening of the cave and basically there's one part of it that when you're diving it's going to be for about a quarter of a mile which may not seem like a lot but my friends go try and run a quarter of a mile and see how far that's not so you're doing this all underwater and some of the places are two feet wide by two and a half feet tall which, if you're claustrophobic and you don't know how to swim and you're a 12-year-old, you're fucked. Like, some I, of the professional scuba divers has said that this is normally something that if they saw it, they would straight up turn around and not do because it's so dangerous. How did they, did they like, go through those little little alleyways on the way in? Or did I they find no a secret idea. way I've in? I've been wondering that myself. Like, how did they get there in the first place? Like, I don't understand how they got there. That's and yeah. they have all these things. And that's one thing that the new story hasn't, like, touched upon. Like, how they got there. Like, I don't know if... They don't know. They got to a certain point and then the water started rushing in. So, they just started, like, they had crawling. And so, then there wasn't any water there initially. And then so, they kept going. I don't know. But then the other option, which is now no longer an option, is to... Because it's the wet season in Thailand. So, there again, monsoons and basically six inches of water can come in every hour should it happen is that they're running out of oxygen it's no good but did you did you also hear you know so these kids that don't know how to swim but somebody that's trained and knows how to swim in that area lost his life trying to get yes, oxygen to them he was a thai navy seal and he was sent up oxygen. the real deal he yeah he's basically Eddie, Eddie he's died. a navy seal and he fucking died because he was setting up oxygen tanks along the way to get more ox- oxygen because the oxygen's running low and he freaking died i woke up the night that you were snoring while on the couch i picked up my phone and i saw that headline and for the next hour i was just like this is one of those stories that like i need day-to-day updates i want to know because like as a parent i can't even imagine like seeing your kids alive stuck in a cave and just and at first you're hopeful you're like yes they found him like no problem like we're gonna be reunited soon and then to realize how grave the situation probably is yeah it's terrible and so as of this morning, like, they're kind of just, like, trying to figure out their options. Um, I don't freaking know his name. Hold on. I'm going to pause this so I can find his name and get it right because it's serious. It's basically a really rich guy from the United States sent his people over. Who's the, who's the guy that invented Tesla? Tesla? Tesla. I don't know. Elon, hold, hold on. I'm going to find this information. Uh. Okay, so I have the name that I was looking for, and the name I was looking for is Elon Musk. Never heard of the dude. Okay, I've heard the name. I don't really know. He is, he founded SpaceX, which is an aerospace manufacturer and space transport service company. Isn't that in Texas or something? I don't even know what the fuck that means. But anyway, 
he's a guy with a lot of money and he has a lot of resources. So he sent a team of engineers and his like a squad over to Thailand. Well, that's good. To help. Good news. Yes, it is good news and help. So it actually kind of like makes me all warm and fuzzy because it's like the world is coming together for the greater good to help these children, and right, it's yeah. like that's kind of what we need. So I don't have the greatest hope and outlook for this outcome. But I'm hopeful that this is going to turn out to be like the baby Jessica. Do you remember the baby Jessica story? That was like, I barely remember it. So I bet you barely remember. I bet you don't remember it. But like I was a kid and it was a baby and she got trapped down a well in Texas. And she was stuck in a well for like, she was like two. (laughs) What girl did Tibby fall in the well? (laughs) I mean, that's what that reminds me of. Lassie. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, so it's like that where basically the at that time it was the entire nation stopped to watch what was happening and at this time it's the entire world is stopping and watching what's happening and that the kids actually sent letters to their parents and the parents sent letters to them. And you know who I really feel bad for, like my heart hurts for them? as a soccer coach because it was him and all these kids and he's the one that led them down the cave and so he just in his letter he basically apologized to the parents and i cannot even imagine the guilt that he feels he has a letter out he's in the cave how does that work well that's what i just said if you weren't listening is that the kids wrote letters like because the navy seals are in there and they're like keeping their vitals and health statistics and so they gave them paper to write letters to their parents, and the parents had written letters to them. So the kids have wrote letters to them oh, saying, we are fine, um, please have some fried chicken waiting for me. Mm. Um, and so the soccer coach said, um, basically, I apologize, I'm so sorry. Like, you can tell he's riddled with guilt, and if this turns out anyway other than perfect, he's going to have, and he survives, he's going to deal with some, like, guilt, and that's... Not cool. Not cool. No, not at all. Guy. Poor guy. Yeah. Feel sad for him. Just wanted to explore a little bit, but damn, that's... See what how do you get you stuck in a cave like that? It's crazy. Yeah. Like, how long were they walking for? I don't know, and that's the thing, like, the, it's a six-mile dive, and I forget how long mile-wise it is. It's something like, I almost want to say three miles. So after a soccer game, you take your kids, not for ice cream, but for a three-mile cave hike. So, okay, and this is another thing they said on the Today Show. Not only do they have to dive and do dives that, like, even experts are nervous about, but then they have to climb. Like, they have to scale stuff that's, like, basically the size of a house, like rocks and stuff. It's like, and you're expected, like, and that leads me back to how the hell did they get in there in the first place? Yeah, it they didn't get sense. in that way. No. Like, I don't understand. Or did the water, like, chase them back that and way? And maybe the water carried them that way. That's a possibility, too. I don't understand. No, I don't either. But I'm really hoping that everything turns out great. And um, I'm hopefully by this time next week, we can give you a happy update. And They should just drill a hole. But they can't because it's two Empire State Buildings long. Well, unless Elon Musk has his people that have, like, super drillers, which is possible. They could get the guys from Armageddon. <laughs> they could. Bruce Willis and uh, All right, let's get the people guy. from Armageddon. All right. All right, and our next segment is coming up, and it's called... <laughs> 
So I'm going to go ahead with our first story and it is from, I believe it's from Miami Beach and basically a mom who had sent her kid to kindergarten and this was from last year but it's just basically now come to surface. Um, Her son was not doing good. He wasn't doing good grade wise and he was just like struggling and he didn't want to go to school and his mom asked why and he was saying the teacher was mean to him. That's not nice. Don't be mean to your kids. Don't mean to the kids. Um, Her son, Aaron, complained about going to school. He brought home poor grades. Then they were working on homework together, and Aaron told his mother that he was a bad boy. And the mom said, why do you say something like that? And the boy said, that's what the teacher tells me when I don't do my work. So she complained to the principal, and the principal basically did nothing and said, basically, you can't prove it. So then that's when the mom was like, okay. So she put a recorder on her son and basically recorded what the teacher was saying and how she was acting. And I only list, this is like a um, two and a half minute, or actually it's like four minutes clip. And I only listened to the first minute of it because my blood was boiling. Like if this was my kid, I'd be whooping that teacher's ass. You'd be all pissed. Holy shit. All right, so let's just listen to it. Hold on. The teacher was missing some teeth. She calls them losers. Listen, bitch. Like, first of all, don't condescend my kid like that. Like, I can understand the frustration, but when you're calling my kid losers, and you may not have been able to understand what they were saying on the audio because it's transcribed on this audio here, but she called the kid a loser. And let's continue. What do I mean by bubbling? Raise your hand if you know how to bubble. Aaron doesn't know. He's circling. Bubble. Stop erasing. Bubble. You bubbled either this one or this one or this one. Bubble. I don't get it. You gotta do it again. Stop here again. So I don't think you're gonna be able to hear the audio, but the she, hell is bubbling. Bubbling is when you fill in the bubble, oh. like the circle, and so she's like just bitching at him and sh- basically she's shaming him, and it's like you don't understand that your words that you're using are hurting him more. Like that's horrible. What a mean ass lady. What a fucking bitch. And she is a bitch. I hope she gets hit by a car. Well, that is just... Mean, I know, but she's mean as hell. It is rude. Um, And I'm trying to see what the latest update is. Um, The mom brought the recording to the principal. The principal's like, oh, really? No, the principal's kind of taking the teacher's side, and um, I think it's still an ongoing legal battle, and that's why this is just now coming out. So, teachers... Be nice to the kids. 
because they are just children. I'm sorry you get paid like shit. I'm sorry that Florida is the 49th worth, worst paid state in the form of teacher pay. But you know what? You can change that. Go vote in November and vote for a candidate, no matter what party, that is willing to pay teachers more because y'all don't get paid enough, quite frankly. No, you don't. You should get paid more. Definitely should get paid more. Yeah. I know that like at daycare that we used to send our kids to, if you had a bachelor's degree. That's daycare though. But you still like if you got had a bad <laughs> if you had a bachelor's degree, you would get paid ten dollars a month or ten dollars an hour. It's not very good. No, that's fucking shitty as hell. It is very shitty. So anyway, teacher was mean. There's a lawsuit ongoing, and we will keep you posted. That she doesn't work there anymore. I think she still works there. I think they moved the ki- they moved the kid to a different classroom, but that didn't solve the problem of the teacher being a raging bitch who shouldn't be teaching children. Oh, that's crazy! Wow, I would not want my kid at that school. No. Nope. All right, you got your old Florida story. I do. Okay. And the story is just disturbing. Oh boy, have I seen this? You have it, but I don't think there's any audio, but Diana will put it up on the um, page. It's these four chicks brawling at what? an intersection and, and braiding. I like, had literally, how have I not seen this? I mean, it's just like, I don't know what, it looks like somebody. Let me see your phone. Hold on. I'm going to give you a play by play. See if you can get a sound from it. Shit. Hold on. Probably not. There's no sound, but one girl dragged. Opens the door, starts punching. Oh, shit. Still punching. It's crazy, isn't it? This is all happened on and an intersection. And then another girl stopping another girl from interfering. Still punching. And the other girl's k- trying to kick her away. One girl sitting in the passenger Have seat. Have you seen the girl get out of the passenger oh, seat yet? Oh, she just got out. She's pissed. Oh, shit. Don't fuck with me. Fucking girls are ruthless. I mean, like, I wonder why they're arguing. I can't believe... Yeah, why is there no story? Is there a story to this? Because that's how it ended. Like, just a video. That's all I saw was the video. Hold on. Let's look, check on the see more story. All right. So, this is from Bradenton. A witness videotaped a wild brawl unfold between four people at a Bradenton intersection on Monday morning that landed two people in jail. Manatee County Sheriff's Office deputies responded to a 911 call about a fight in the roadway. When deputies arrived at Cortez Road, the people involved in the fight had already left the area. Duh, they're gone. Two hours later, a local hospital called the MCSO, saying two women were being treated at the hospital who may have been involved in a fight. The woman suffered non-life-threatening injuries. Detectives say a video of the incident started appearing on social media. The video shows a dark Hyundai sedan stopped at the intersection of a man in pink shorts and top. That was a man? Oh, I didn't think it was a man. I thought it was a chick. I thought so, too. <laughs> Walks over to the passenger side of the car and starts hitting the woman in the passenger seat. The driver of the car gets out and walks over to the passenger side of the car, but a woman in a green t-shirt and red shorts stops her. Then all four start fighting each other. A bystander then tries to break up the fight. Detectives investigated the video and arrested Marquavia Jenkins, 21, and Willie Edwards, 18, on charge of ag- That was a dude in the pink shorts. What a feminine dude he was. Hold on, let's watch this again. Because I really... No. Okay, so here comes the video again. We're going to put this on our uh, that is page. 
person in the pink shorts is definitely a woman, but they keep saying it's a man. But if they're the ones that are charged, then I guess, no, it could be a man. Okay, so for you guys to, um, Greg, can you please email this video clip to me? Um, for you to see the video that we're talking about, please go to our Twitter page at Podful of Sunshine, no E, because we are going to post that because it's Florida. Fucking Florida. 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 Oh, Like, I learned right away Florida. when I looked at Florida, road rage is real. And this has nothing to do with, it does have to do with old Florida, but... Quick side note, there was a road rage incident that involved a car running into a house and ended up, like, killing themselves during a road rage accident in Polk County the other day. I don't know the whole story. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. That just made me think of that when I saw that. So, as we know, it's 4th of July weekend, and technically I'm not sure if last weekend was 4th of July weekend or if this is 4th of July weekend. But anyway, as... I I don't think it... You're right. Wow. I would think this is 4th of July weekend. Yeah, I was thinking last weekend was 4th of July. I was thinking last weekend was 4th of July weekend. But it doesn't matter. So. I feel like more was going on last weekend than this weekend. Yeah. So this story comes out of our very own Polk County. And it was posted by the Polk County Sheriff's Office. When they wrote today, a local reporter asked about fireworks injuries in Polk County for the 4th of July. And basically, they posted a video of why you don't do fireworks yourself. And I'm going to post it. And I'm going to play the entire 41 seconds of it, and then we're going to discuss. Okay? I can see it. Well, you should put it in a tube first. On the ground. Holy shit. Everyone's laughing. They're Spanish. You don't know they're Spanish. I do. And then they say... So, the person... Want, what are they called? Mortars? Yeah, but you should have it on the ground. Yes, so they're using those mortars thing, and it explodes, and it explodes all, all over him, and he falls down, and everyone in the video is literally laughing. They go, ha ha ha, are you alright? And then uses a word that nobody should use, and then they're just, and then everyone in the background's laughing, and then all of a sudden you hear, oh shit, call 911! Like, and that, my friends, is why you don't drink and use fireworks. Yeah, because not a good drunk. idea. Yeah, Definitely. not a good idea. But we are also going to post that video on our Twitter. Uh, fireworks are illegal in Florida. Um, and if you have any information on this, please email us. Greg seems to think that fireworks are illegal in Florida. I tend to disagree, even though he has resources to back it up. But it's like, they sell them literally on every corner. They do, but it's just so you can... um scare like birds and birds stuff away yeah, and it's from like, your farm like yeah. and so if anyone has any actual facts and laws and bylaws and if you could cite your source that would be great so anyway that was straight up out of Polk County what the fuck? you know what really upsets me what 
is when I see a story in the very beginning of the week, I was like, oh my god, this one's going to be gold. And this has happened twice. It just flakes out, huh? No. Like, when you see something in the beginning of the week, and it's like, oh, this is going to be great, and no one's going to hear of it. And then it fucking explodes. So I saw this at the very beginning of the week is when it very first came out. And then it fucking exploded. It's everywhere. But at this time, it's too late to change our timeline. And I'll tell you what the other one is later when we get to it. But this one is, and I'm just going to title this, well, we're titling it What the Fuck. What the Fuck. (laughs) Because it's what happens when you let dumbasses basically feed sharks well who would want to feed a shark and it's a shocking video and i'm going to read the headline here shocking video shows a shark biting the finger of a woman that attempted to feed it in western australia dragging her into the water she escaped with a fracture and a torn ligament if you haven't seen this video already we will also post this on our twitter page at pod full sunshine no e and i'm just going to title this did you think was gonna happen, Karen? Seriously, Karen. God, Karen. You're lucky you only lost a you finger. You don't feed sharks with your hands, Karen. What the fuck did you think was gonna happen? At least it was only just one finger. It could have been your whole hand. And a torn ligament. She's lucky. Here's the audio. Come on. Come on, turn around, fella. Turn around, fella. Come on. There's one right behind you. Oh, 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 and the bitch got dragged underwater, but she left still alive. She may have had a fractured finger and a torn ligament, but at least she wasn't shark bait. Yeah, but she was pretty close to being God, shark bait. Karen, don't feed sharks. Sharks are mean. That's why yeah, I don't like the beach. Like, why would you even think that was a good idea? Um, did you all, you probably did not see this, but this and I feel like it's more than just a what the fuck. It's more of a... This comes out of the karma will get you file. The headline is Rhino poachers were eating by lions after breaking into a wildlife reserve in South Africa. That'll learn ya. So here's a synopsis of the story. A wildlife reserve in South Africa says that a group of rhino poachers... For those of you that don't know, that means people that are trying to saw off the horns of rhinos and they do that illegally because they can get a lot of money for it. Wildlife Reserve in South Africa says that a group of rhino poachers got eaten by a pride of lions after the poachers broke into the park earlier this week. Nick Fox, the owner of Sibia Game Reserve, told BuzzFeed News that a staff member spotted human remains near a pride of six lions on Tuesday. The following morning, the veterinarian used a dart gun to tranquilize the big cats, giving the police forensic unit and the reserve anti-poaching unit time to investigate. That's when they found the axe, various pieces of clothing, shoes, everything that was spread out. Fox said he's not sure how many of the suspected poachers were eaten, but the crew must have included at least three people since that's how many pairs of shoes and gloves were found. Well, won't that fucking teach you? Don't be fucking rude. Yeah. And don't be nasty. Don't try and poach rhinos. You'll get by some lions. Yeah. Guess those fucking lions got the last laugh, didn't they? Yeah, they looked mean, too. The one had, like, a nice little beard. I love yeah. when they have Well, the... he, he looks nice and healthy because he just had a nice full meal. Yeah, he had some ribs and a steak. He had liver. And shoes. I mean, 
good stuff for them. Yeah. So stop trying to hunt animals illegally or trying to cut off stuff that you think. Yeah, just just don't. That could go with our just don't segment. Too. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. How do you kill a rhino but then get eight? I mean, couldn't you like kill these lions? But they got you. They got you. They got the last laugh. Unqualified advice with Greg and Diana. Okay. What are you laughing for? <laughs> Just because I read the headline of our question that wasn't to us, but it was on um, Reddit. Again. Reddit, your new thing. Email us your fucking questions, people. I Any mean, question. We really enjoy these Reddit questions because... They're probably honestly way more fun than yours could be, but we would... Yeah, in- yours probably are not good. <laughs> but we'd probably really enjoy giving actually real advice to people that we know are going to listen. Yeah, shoot us an email. So this one is titled, Husband Doesn't Like the Size of My Breasts. <laughs> so, the other day my husband of seven years told me he prefers women with a size B slash C cup size. I'm an A. He's always said he loves my boobs, and he's never made me feel self-conscious about being small-breasted until the other day. And he prefaced it with, don't take this the wrong way, but... (laughs) He wants her to get a boob job. First of all, if you have to preface something saying, don't take this the wrong way, but... Just don't say it. Don't. Because that's not going to end up good. (laughs) I'm upset with him for even saying anything. Why would he tell me that? It hurt coming from someone I trust sexually, and now I feel weird about him touching me because all I'm thinking about is how he doesn't like the size of my boobs. Is he a dick for saying that? I think so. Do I just need to get over it? I don't know how to handle this. Huh. That's interesting. Do you have any thoughts? Well, I mean, she... Do you think he's a dick? Because He is a dick. (laughs) I mean, that's not cool. But, I mean, he was... I guess just stating something that, I mean, he should probably, I don't know, poor guy, he's not. No, not poor guy. Like, I mean, they've been getting another seven years and you're just now telling her that you don't like the size of her boobs? I mean, yeah, that's kind of rude. Yeah, like what? I feel like there's something that triggered that for him to bring that on. Like after seven years, now you're just bringing it up? Like why? Maybe he just wants a little bit more action. But I personally think it's fucked up on many levels because, like, women, especially if you're small, but I used to be small-breasted. Oh, I was. I thought they were beautiful. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like, you thought they were beautiful. You thought I was beautiful no matter what. Yeah, of And I still remember, what. for those of you who don't know, for my 30th birthday, I got a boob job. And I will never forget when we were in the waiting room, like basically waiting for my surgery, the anesthesiologist came in and he's like, I'm sure you think they're just fine, don't you, Greg? And Greg honestly said yes, like, but this is what's going to make her happy. And the guy's like, oh, you're cute. It's like, but he really did. Like, he really didn't care what my boobs looked like. That's true. And so I think it's really weird that he's now bringing this up. Like, why is he now bringing this up? I feel like something sketchy is going on. There is something sketchy going After on. After seven years, you're just now bringing this up? Yeah. So, lady writer in her to Reddit. First of all, love your body no matter what it looks like, no matter how big or small your boobs are. 
If you feel like you, you want to get a boob job for you, then do it for you. Do not get one for him. Because that's the thing. Like, I got one because I had wanted one. Greg didn't give two shits if I got one or not. He would have loved me regardless. Absolutely love her. But, I don't know. I think it's weird that he's just now bringing this up. Yeah, he has some serious issues going on. And I think you have every right to be pissed. Because that was an asshole move. So, you are not in the wrong. And I would sit down and talk to him and ask him why all of a sudden now, after seven years, he's just now bringing this up. And I think communication is key. That is key. Because I think you need to find out where this is coming from. Because it could be something like deeper. I don't, and I don't even know what it could be. But I just don't understand why it came up out of nowhere after seven years. Yeah, that's weird. It's just like all out of of the blue. So talk to him. Hey, I don't like your boobs, you lady. (laughs) You lady? Yeah, I don't like them. They're too small for me. That's what he said. That's just rude. I know that's what he said, and that is rude. But, I mean, your boobs are what they are. I mean, if and if you want to change them, but don't change them because of him. Oh, absolutely. Don't be like, I'm going to get new boobs for this yeah. guy. That's if you are stupid. happy with your boobs, you keep your boobs. Yeah. Okay, girlfriend? Because we don't need no man to tell us how our boobs should or should not look. Yeah, girlfriend. Okay, so since last week, there was so much negativity that I was surrounded around, and we left, we ended the program with happy stories. I kind of thought that was a good little take. So we're going to introduce a new segment called... Don't worry, be happy now. Don't worry. Be happy. And this is a segment where we bring you a few good stories that will make you smile. Oh, I love those stories. Oh my God, they're my favorite. So my first one is titled, Dog Saves an Owner from a Rattlesnake. And I'm going to put this picture on our Instagram. And it is a picture of a golden retriever that saved its owner from a rattlesnake. I saw this, I think. Yeah. So a woman in Arizona says her dog is a hero after the pup jumped in front of her to take the brunt of the rattlesnake bite. Paula Golden says she and her two dogs, Todd and Copper, were hiking in Phoenix last week when a dangerous visitor appeared. She and her dogs were walking. They stumbled upon a rattlesnake. Paula said she almost stepped on the serpent when Todd quickly jumped between her and the snake. That's a good boy, Todd. Yeah, Todd. So anyway, I'm going to put this picture of what happened to Todd on our Instagram page. That's at Podfell Sunshine because he looks like he got his ass whooped by the rattlesnake. But Todd is going to make a full recovery and his owners are safe. And that, my friends, is why dogs are superior to cats. Because you think a cat would have done that? Cat would have probably just hissed at it. Or run away and be like, you're on your own, human. So my next um, don't worry, be happy story is, so we listened to my very first Twitter thread that I read last week, and usually they're kind of like dark, and they're controversial, they're political, or they are just kind of like serious. Well, this one was all about the romance. And again, it was one, this is the second story that I was talking about, that it started out small. Yeah, I even heard about this one at the end of the week. Because, like, like... We were sitting at football practice, and I'm reading the thread, and I'm laughing 
I'm reading the thread and I'm laughing. And Greg's like, what are you laughing at? It's like, oh, this thread. And I try to explain it to him. And then all of a sudden it exploded. And it was even on the Today Show and everything. So instead of trying to explain it to you, I am going to let you listen to it. Once upon a time on a flight from New York to Dallas. On my flight home, my boyfriend and I asked a woman to switch seats with me so we could sit together. Houston Hardaway just wanted to sit with his girlfriend, Rosie Blair, on the four-hour flight. The woman, Helen, who asked that we not use her last name, said yes, but joked that she might want to switch back if she didn't approve of her new seatmate. At this point, most people would probably chuckle, thank you, and open the in-flight magazine. But not Houston and Rosie. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were like, what if she met, like, a handsome right. dude? But what are the odds? Apparently on this flight, pretty good. Helen sat down next to Ewan Holden. From the moment we kind of buckled our seatbelts until we touched down on the ground, um, that the conversation just kind of took off. For Rosie in Houston, the soap opera right in front of them was way better than any in-flight movie. Rosie posting play-by-play -play on Twitter. This is where their elbows started touching. Oh, yeah, we're ooh la la. We were sitting behind so we could see them like crossing each other right mm -hmm. in the center. We were like right behind. We were like, oh. No detail was missed. I would give them a little elbow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if anything happened, if they like brushed hands, you'd be like, <laughs> This flight of fancy has been liked by three quarters of a million people, riveted to the budding relationship as it unfolded. So oh my you, God. could you sum up maybe in just a couple of words what you think of Helen? She's a very, very, very lovely girl, um, very attractive, beautiful, and uh, has, has a lot to say, you know, for herself and very intelligent. Helen preferred not to be interviewed for this story. Ewan says she's uh -huh. a very private person, but he says they've spoken and they're planning to meet up again soon. A fairy tale ending? Only time will tell, I think. No, they won't tell. This is the end of the story, and we're not going to ever hear about it again. <laughs> well, and I started following all of them, him and the girl that originally posted well, the maybe Twitter Maybe then we thread. will find it in the story. But Helen deleted her Instagram and Twitter because she didn't want, like, the, like, notoriety. But it's like, I really want them to get together. But it was, like, just really a nice change of pace. Because in days of social media, especially Twitter threads, Twitter threads are dark. And they're usually, like, controversial and energy draining. But this one, this one was just, like, you saw me when I was first watching it live unfold on Twitter. Like, I was laughing. And I, like, was so, like, I was, kept hitting refresh, refresh, refresh. Like, because I couldn't wait for the next moment. But unfortunately for this girl, she's upset because now everybody knows about now her little romance. Now everybody knows about yeah. her. Well, and then this guy is just loving it. He's loving the attention. Like, he's posted, because I started following him on Instagram, and he, he'll he post little things, like a picture of him, like, sitting on the sidewalk looking at his phone. Like, when you get those morning texts, and he's just smiling, and it's like, what are you talking about? Like, are you talking? Are you talking to that girl, or are you just playing the role and soaking up that 15 minutes of fame? And I hate not knowing... But well, it's not it could be really. a little bit of both. It's not your. That's not for you to know. But it is because it's put on Twitter, and he's going on the Today Show, and I feel like I deserve to know. You do deserve to know. You know, deserve I to do. know anything. Okay, so this is a four-minute video, which I am not going to play. However, this is my favorite. Don't worry, be happy story because it's posted by the Dodo. The Dodo, I heard of that. On Twitter at Dodo D O D O. 
and it's called this family's boat ride turned into a dramatic whale rescue and the whale spent an hour thanking them in the most beautiful way they have a four minute video of basically the events that transpired but basically a whale was caught in a fisher's net like horribly entangled and all they had was a like pocket knife and slowly but slowly they cut the whale away and they freed it and the whale thanked them in their most like dramatic way for an hour like the whale was like hopping out of the water so i'm not even going to tell you about it like that's all you get you have got to go to our twitter page and if you want to cry and feel like humanity is good as a whole, then go watch it. Because, I mean, I tweet this on my private Twitter page, which, hey, if you want to follow me there, at dsheckler, D-S-H-E-C-K-L-E-R-0-8, I posted it there, too, with the hashtag, don't worry, be happy. Because humans can be cool. They can they be cool. Be. And they rescued this whale, and the whale did not let it go unnoticed oh that's sweet of the whale yeah so go watch it because it's amazing all right so we are getting ready to wrap up this episode of pod full of sunshine again which means it's time for blake what's your joke Farting is like the song from Frozen. Wait, wait, what? Farting. Farting is like the song from Frozen at work. Good seal, don't feel, don't let them know. And then at home, let it go, let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. <laughs> I think my favorite. I think my favorite part of this joke is watching Gavin laugh. <laughs> it's so funny. You guys are seriously. Gavin, come over here and let's tell your jokes. Yeah, go, go, nerd. Go, go, nerd. Go, go, and Take daddy's microphone. How does a hurricane see? How does a hurricane see? With its eye. Oh, oh I love. That was a great joke. Not Thank you, boys. All right. Bye. Bye. See you later, dudes. Peace out. All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of Pod Full of Sunshine. What a great episode. Oh, it is a great. I always, I know I said this before a couple episodes ago, but I get so sad when it's over because I love doing this with you. I love it too. We only have seven more days to go until we get seven it again. more days we can do it again all right so for all of you of our die hard listeners please share our podcast you can share on facebook twitter instagram just talk about us so wherever you listen to your podcast whether it be itunes stitcher google pod whatever wherever you listen to our podcast Rate, review, and subscribe because that will give us a little boost and we would appreciate it. Oh, yeah. We'd love it. Do it. Please. So just do that. And also, we have our website, www.podfulofsunshine. That's P-O-D-F-U-L of sunshine.com. Go ahead and email us your listener questions if you need advice. That's podfulofsunshine at gmail.com. And um, I guess that wraps it up. And I guess we will see you next week. Bye now. Peace. See you later. Okay. Bye. <laughs>